WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 9.07 WPTF time. Welcome back to hour number two of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I'm Mike Rayley and Brother Rufus, former Attorney General and Secretary of State in North Carolina and Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening. And you might ask, why in the heck is he on this show? Rufus Edmonston. Oh, my. <laughs> I, I'm on this show because it's addictive. It is. Even getting up on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, my wife often says, "Well, you get tired of that." I said, "Well, no, I don't, because Mike is a is a principal fellow. Sometimes the audience, the audience has such a wonderful array of characters and yeah. and people that we we depend on, like like the Whip, like JC and." We, got, we we do have a cast of characters. Yeah, don't we? We, and Joe the Joe the uh, bouncer and his yeah. wife Susan. Uh, it's so, like Alan's Alley. It, it, it's, it's like Fred Allen's. That we just don't have. I'm sure somewhere we have have uh, Senator Claghorn, but yeah, well, I heard him a while ago. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. And, and you learn nice, so much. It's a and, nice place to visit. It really is. Well, We're yeah. kind of like Brigadoon. Yeah, and every Saturday I, I learn something because uh, I have no formal training in horticulture. Boy, I have no formal thing. training in anything. Yes, you do. I don't. I really don't. You're a, you're a potential Hall of Famer in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Well. You have a real expertise, and no matter where I travel in this state, I have a radio on, and I say to my wife, Linda, I said, there's Mike. Listen to Mike. Well, and, then you, uh, and then you have people like Phil Campbell. Who just came back back in. She she left to make a phone call or to take a phone call and says, hold on, like we could stop the show just so you could take a phone call. Who, who was Sorry. It? Who was it? It was Shane. All right. Yeah. He was he had just he had a question I needed to answer real quick. Okay. Well we so. got a question. We need somebody out there to answer. Like That's Lane, right. Lane to figure out what this flower That's is. That's it. Now I just had a message on a Facebook message asking if it was a forget me not. Is not a forget me not. You know, it might be a it might be a phlox, Rufus. But I'm, I'm wanting it to be a phlox. <laughs> do it, 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 it do really they Because I don't have it. I don't have any in my yard. Do, do they? Do they clump? I mean, they, oh, absolutely. They they make nice clumps, and uh, it is the. Only thing I can think of right now that about a foot or two feet tall yep. that would have it, it's got a different array of blue colors and it it broadens out a little bit and, and there leaves all the way from the top of the bloom to the where the stalk begins in the ground. Yeah, and that's why I suggested it might be a phlox. Well, a whole, a whole flock of them. Yeah, <laughs> hence the name. Yeah. I don't know that it's a flux. 
Now you'll just have to find out about that. I just, slow I, next I'm, I'm just. Slow that car down and put your blinker lights on. You got me so interested. I'm going to have to go out there. Tell me where it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on the, the the business I'm in, I'm not going <laughs> to. I know, I'm I know. I'm not going to tell people <laughs> where I live. No. But. Uh, we'll talk about it. Now, and now Bart Rittner, Bart didn't tell anybody where he lived, but Bart had a uh, uh, did have a answering machine on his on his phone and he would say this is Bart Rittner but I don't know that must have been I never asked him why because he was he you know he was a very controversial character it started the first controversy type talk show in the state open line and why he had a a you know something like that now Gary Dornberg did too, but he didn't say his name. But it would Gary would come on and say hello, and it would sound just like Gary was was there. And you'd say, "Hey, Gary," and he'd say, "Hello, hello, <laughs> hello." <laughs> That's all I, I would it. say. And then he would uh, go into so leave a message. Uh, at any rate, um, Justin. Justin Burleson, you remember the realtor we we had on sponsor oh, yeah. our, our show. Somebody's wondering where we we are today. He wants to drop something off for Rufus. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! Um, I hope I won the lottery. Well, I mean, he would either have <laughs> I hope to come you did by, too. He would either have to come by the station or, but you can't get in. <laughs> I think that's an old song. I hear you not. I hear you not. You can't come in. Yeah. Or you could you could uh, Justin you could leave it at the uh, grocery boy junior on Lakewood Road yeah yeah just down for the farmers market uh, or you can put it in the back of my truck and we'll get it when we come out yeah there's a there's a blue Dodge truck sitting out front and you could uh, Justin you could I don't know if he's listening or not he's uh, he wrote me an email. I'll uh, give him those now options. Now you got me all all curious here. Yeah. Just don't forget to check the truck. Did you say put a check in the truck? No, no it'll check well, if the she truck. does, it'll yeah. fly out like yeah, everything put a else. Check. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Well, Justin, we'll we'll see if we can we we're we're not on location today. All right. Uh 919-860-9783. I'll tell you there is somebody who's on location, and that's Sam McKeever out at the State Farmers Market. Hey Sam. Hey, Sam. Don't hear Sam. Let's see if we uh, see if he's still on there. May I have to get him back on from well, the state, our state farmer's market call. Yes, while go we're ahead. waiting, um, I just got – we do not have the strawberries and cream, Steve, but um, Lane texted back, and let me just tell you what he said. He said um, – I'm not sure that name is correct, strawberries and cream. He's got, he's got, I mean, several of our growers have strawberry Sunday, and then he's got one called vanilla strawberry. Yeah, the so strawberry I'm thinking something. That you're thinking, you may be thinking about the, uh, um, the Hispanic strawberries and cream that we were talking about, but maybe there is one, but there is a strawberry Sunday and a vanilla strawberry. Can can Steve get those uh, today or does no? He... We uh, we can get uh, the strawberry Sunday if that's the one you want. So uh, if you'll let me know, Steve, that'll be great. 
Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we're still trying to get Sim. Sim may have melted. It's, it's not as uh, quite as hot this morning, but uh, do we have Sim back? Hey, Sim? Sim McKeever. Hello there. Yeah, Sim? Hey, how are y'all? Uh, we're fine. The question is, how are you? We were having a lot of trouble getting in touch with you. This we had some technical difficulties. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what happened. I was online, and all of a sudden, I just I got a dial tone. And uh, I didn't know if uh, if you melted or if the phone melted or. No, no, I, I'm I'm still here. It, it's it's going to be a hot one today, but I I hadn't melted yet. <laughs> okay, it's kind of like the the line from Failsafe, the movie with Henry Fonda about the nuclear war between trying to and uh, it says if you if you if the phone blares out with a dial tone you know that the phone is melting on the other end oh okay (laughs) (laughs) not a good thought not a good thought well i'm glad that didn't happen to me i am too yes Uh, but it has been hot out there those big fans have have certainly come in handy that's right it it makes it uh you can take those really hot days and 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 get up under that building with those big fans blowing, and it really it really makes a difference. It, it makes it much more bearable. Yeah. So lots of people out there today, I'm sure, despite the heat, a lot of growers with peaches. I'm sure a lot of peaches. We do have a lot of pe- a lot of produce in general. Just a, a great time of the year to come out to the market because we have so much produce available now. Um, and peaches, uh, we got so many varieties. Uh, Contender. Oh, uh, Contender. Mmm. Uh, see, Crescent Harvest, a Tender, uh, Fire Prince. Uh, and that was just the, some of the ones I wrote down, So, and there's probably several more. So, uh, Windblows still available? They are. They are. Uh, Windblowns uh, are available now. And uh, great, like I said, great time to come get peaches because a lot of great varieties out there right now. Very good. I stocked up yesterday, Sam. Oh, did you? Okay. Yes, sir. So, uh, butter beans, uh, move on to the next thing that I like. There you go, yeah. I actually had on the list next uh, peas, butter beans, uh, and they already got those shelf for you. Got some green beans down there as well. See, we've got okra, onions, uh, sweet corn, and they, and they can chuck that for you if you want them to. Uh, tomatoes, squash, cucumbers, uh, red and white potatoes, see, eggplant, bell, hot, and sweet peppers, all kinds of varieties of peppers down there. Uh, cauliflower, radishes, uh, all kinds of greens, kale, mustard, spinach, turnips, uh, carrots, lettuce and cabbage, uh, some really nice blueberries and blackberries. Uh, of course, sweet potatoes uh, is a staple out here year-round. Uh, eggs, um, salsa, honey, uh, cut herbs. Um, it won't be long. We'll, we'll, ha- we'll have a uh, new crop of apples coming in and grapes coming in here in several weeks from now. So uh, uh, we look forward to, forward to that, that coming in. That's wonderful. Oh, this is really the peak of of the year for for vegetables, Uh, the number of vegetables and fruits. It really is. It's peak season, and and, uh, the farmers are bringing it in. Um, I'm glad they they were able to get a little bit of rain here recently uh, because it was getting dry there for a while, but that's definitely helped as well. Uh, Still have a lot of plant vendors coming in as well, Uh, a lot of trees and shrubs, uh, several things I caught my eye down there blooming. Crepe myrtles are blooming now, uh, butterfly bush hibiscus, hydrangeas, um, got a lot of fruit trees and bushes down there, herbs and perennials, hanging baskets, 
cactus, succulents, and of course uh, we have several uh, cut flower vendors down there, and they do some really amazing bouquets and things like that. So, uh, uh, so they can uh, they can help you. They can help you get out of the doghouse. I like to say if you're in the doghouse. Definitely, mm. uh, it's it's such an interesting place <clears throat> to go. It's uh, very festive. Uh, a good place, a good place to spend some time, and gosh, with with the Dick's property and the farmers market side by side in Centennial Campus, it's like another city, or at least it will be. Yeah, I was actually talking with a group from the Farm Bureau yesterday, and I was talking about that. I said, you know, what we look like now, uh, the area around this market in a few years is going to look completely different. Uh, there's a lot of development going on across the street from us in the future. The Centennial Campus is getting ready to – they're working on a master plan to expand uh, Centennial Campus and, and, and their facility. Uh, and then, of course, you got Dix Park, and they're getting ready to start a, a new uh, – was a kid in play, a new section of that park right on Lake Wheeler Road, right down the street from us. So, uh, And I think that's expecting about a million people a year. Oh, my gosh. That, now, now, what about the road – there along um you know that i don't know if is that considered lake wheeler there that that yeah, goes by a, the dicks property there's a lot of improvements into south into saunders yeah um, do you have any timetable for that because i know it affects y'all to some extent yeah yeah um it, w- it will have an effect on us and i what the, what i have seen looks good um they're they're gonna have bicycle lanes sidewalks Land, uh, landscape lighting and, and street lighting and um, it's going to look really nice uh, there's a few roundabouts going up toward toward downtown on Lake Willerside there's a couple roundabouts going to be put in I believe well I want to I want to make a statement about that that is the, the most idiotic thing I've ever heard of uh, it, it said there would be four from going up Lake Wheeler from South Saunders there would be four roundabouts between there and the farmer's market. Now, that could what, make you dizzy. What in the world are they talking about? Because <laughs> there's know. hardly any traffic on those little side streets. And so if that permeates uh, into the city planning department, then I, I am glad it will be because I I think that is uh, – I'll take back the word idiotic. <laughs> I, it'll take you 15 minutes to go around the roundabouts to get from South Saunders down a mile to my house, which is just beyond I-40. Bridge. Well, your chauffeur will have to take a different route. <laughs> yeah, you might have to dodge the east section of uh, Lake Wheeler Road. Uh, yeah, I was a little. Uh, I mean, I I haven't seen the, the actual drawings of of the roundabouts, but uh, I have seen the the drawings of the street. They're really going to have to widen it too, aren't they? Um, I think initially what I saw was only two lanes, but golly, that's not gonna. I don't, that's really gonna be clogged. I would think with all those people out um, there, but I don't. Well, know. They, they can just slow down. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, that, the roundabouts will slow them down. <laughs> yes, exactly. Plus, if you put a big fountain right in the middle. <laughs> now, oh. now, Rufus, you ain't one of those that get on the roundabouts and you and you don't know which way to get off of it. You just Boy, just try that sometime in Washington D.C. I know a fellow that spent two hours. At Dupont Circle, going yeah, round and round yeah, and round. That's uh, that that that's the first place I, I saw roundabouts. And you get into Dupont Circle or some of those other places, and you don't know where you're going. You could end up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or going round and round or nowhere. And round. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, That's people. It's the new thing now. It seems yeah, like. NC Street State has, has some of those. Uh, Hillsborough Street, there, there are two or three there. Uh, yeah, I think those are fine. Those make sense. <laughs> it's just your territory. Yes, yeah, don't come down Lake Wheeler Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rufus. Well, let's uh, let's get back to the vegetables and fruits. Uh, that's yeah. safer territory. So, you got plants out there? Yeah, I got plenty of plants, um, and they, and they got like I said, got a lot of things blooming down there right now. Um, and I, I want to mention too, we are having a, a series of weekend events, uh, the Taste of Summer event that we've been having the last several weeks. Uh, we got a lot of uh, baked good vendors, craft vendors, and things uh, set up um, out in our grass median areas on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, so uh, be sure to check them out when you, if you come out to the market. I uh, also want to mention uh, Watermelon Day is coming up this Thursday, and of course we have the large watermelon contest as well, and that's always a, a highlight for a lot of folks. So we'll get to see if we get to uh, see if we can break a record this year. Well, Mike wants to know so he can get into the watermelon seed spitting contest. No, I'm, uh, I'm into the uh, speed sitting Speed yeah. sitting contest. You might win that one. You know, Mike Wheelis and uh, another co-host, uh, Morgan, years ago, uh, like 2002, we had, we had, I don't know if Monica was up here or somebody, we had, we had watermelons, and we had a, uh, a seed spinning contest, and I won. It was down this long hall here in front of uh, some of the student, <laughs> most of the studios. Boy, I'll tell you, I, I lay one on a, a seed. It, it went long. Yeah, it, it was, could have been dangerous if you'd been in the path. So I, maybe uh, if y'all bring that back, I'll have to enter. Yeah, I, I, well, maybe we just have a, a special contest for you guys. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. There's a lot of hot air in this room, as they well, say. Give me, a, give me a chew of tobacco, and I'll show you how to uh, not for, oh, no, 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 no chewing tobacco. <laughs> it makes me nauseous. So uh, lots of plants and up the market shops. A little cooler up there. It is. Uh, get out of the weather a little bit. Um Get you some uh, some ice cream would definitely really be good today. We got a couple vendors up there sell ice cream, uh, orange aids and lemonades. Um, a lot of great baked good items up there as well. Uh, you've got North Carolina farm raised meats, eggs and cheeses up there. Um, all kinds of candies, uh, drinks, um, three two one coffee. You can get you some coffee. Uh, you got local seafood, bringing in seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Um, just a lot of great craft items up there as well. And, of course, we got the Market Grill. You can get you uh, some breakfast and lunch. Uh, they got this thing called the Rufus Dog. It's pretty good up there. <laughs> it's uh, a gourmet hot dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they really with, make a nice hot dog. Uh, made with almost, good yeah, care. They're pretty, almost care. ready to eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, that, that Ash County cheese, Phil was in Ash County a couple weeks ago and brought me back some cheese curds, but you can get uh, wonderful Ash County cheese curds in the market <laughs> there too. That's right. Ash County you cheese curds. You say that real fast one time. Yeah. <laughs> Ash County cheese curds. I'm glad to hear you enunciate. That's right. <laughs> we so, got a got a couple other great eating establishments out here. I would uh, say. Of course, the uh, seafood restaurant. Uh, they open up at eleven and close at eight p.m. Uh, great seafood, Calabash style seafood for 
And then, of course, we've got the State Farmer's Market Restaurant. They open up at 6 a.m. and close at 3 p.m., uh, great country cooking. Uh, the patio might be nice early this morning, but it might get a little hot later in the day. But uh, You know, some people, like Johnny Hood, loved hot weather. Mm-mm. Oh, well, He moved to Florida. He loved hot weather. Oh. But I just, uh, I don't know, there are a lot of people like that. Just gets too hot for me. But yeah. the patio might be nice. Yeah, sure. They usually have some fans out there running, too, to help cool it off. That, there. that would be a good accent. That's right. We also got, let's see, market imports, uh, all kinds of pottery up there, all kinds of shapes, sizes, uh, you name it. They got it when it comes to pottery, wrought iron, teak, uh, all kinds of home decor, uh, decorations and things like that. Um, then we'll see, we got Nahana Pork Center, uh, pork any way you want it. Um, and, of course, we got Super Sod. They can help you take care of your lawn care needs. And if you put some sod out right now, you're going to have to throw the water to it. That's for sure. You know, Gerald Adams has mentioned many times, if you have fescue especially, but it doesn't hurt uh, for, for other types of turf, is to, to have a irrigation system in your right. landscape. Uh, that, that works really well for fescue. But, yeah, it does, especially these July, August months when it yeah. gets so hot. Now, the zoysia, Bermuda, things like that, most of them are, are looking really good right now. Yeah. So, but the fescue's not as not quite as much. Yeah. Well, I want to report that my clover's doing just fine. I'm sure it is, and, and my, my weeds <laughs> are doing fine. But I have, I have less and less grass every year because uh, the, trunk, the uh, roots of trees and yep. so forth are just – you know, sucking all the life I'd out of it. I just bought five pounds of clover this week. I'm going to put some out. <laughs> oh, my. Yep. So, well, white clover? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yep. it adds a little, it, it pulls a little nitrogen back into the soil. Yeah, and maybe I can keep the rabbits at my house instead of in, yeah, they, in they the pansies when clover. I plant it. Yeah. Plant yeah. them. <laughs> well, Sam, I, I always appreciate talking to you, my friend. Yes, sir. Glad, glad I got, we got connected. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, we we are, are we're not going to leave this hour, this half hour, without talking to you. We were well, uh, diligent. Well, I always in, enjoy talking with y'all. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend. I Thank hope you, you do you too, too, my friend. Be safe. All right. Stay away from those roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I in trouble or what? <laughs> you you just forget where you are sometimes. Well. Rufus. I have a strong opinion about you're not that, at a podium. That, that stretch of country road down there. I know, but it sounds like it's going to stay a country road. Yeah. So just with roundabouts. Whew. But they're not going to build a roundabout in front of. They, we're just talking about on the other this side of, of forty, probably. I well, seen, they they did have one scheduled at the grocery board junior, and that was another idiotic idea, which we there's no room. Uh, well, that, that's what we kept saying, and and uh, my friend Steve, that runs the Grocery Boy Junior, collected over over uh, four thousand petition signers saying that was a bad idea. Okay. And the the city abandoned that idea. Okay. Well, you know, they they I have found you know that the state and and city listens. I mean, they've got to take yeah. a lot. They in, they've yeah. got to take a lot into consideration. Yeah, they're good about having that. Yeah. So well, I'm sure they'll work citizen, it all out. Yep. And uh, so, uh, 
I hope they have lots of good plantings along uh, there, lots of plants and things. That will help, oh, yeah. help the road look better. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. And uh, we, we've got, you know, I'm, I'm trying to decide what, what to go to first. I just got uh, a, um, folks are messaging this morning. And I was trying to write someone about uh, about the turf files thing. Maybe she's listening, but John just uh, sent me a message. What would be the best shrub-type choices for planting around a cemetery grave site? Uh, very open, hot, sunny, dry conditions, something that requires little or no pruning with, hopefully, blooms. Now, well, you, you have to make sure that the cemetery allows that. Some tem- cemeteries don't want anything Maybe planted. it's an old-family cemetery. Could be. Well, I mean, any good old-family cemetery is going to have a um, magnolia tree in it. Okay. Depends on how big, yeah. Yeah, well, over in a corner or somewhere where there's not going to be a he grave said site. Shrubs, so. Well, a shrub, then I would, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, the um, oak leaf hydrangea has been in the cemetery in Harnett County out in the hot sun, uh, sandy, basically sandy. Uh, some, some, I guess, media probably is mixed but it's a lot of sand i remember that from doing tobacco but um it's um they've been growing there for well 70 years mm-hmm. now rufus mentioned that he had had seen a lot of a uh, poem it's of course di- different conditions yeah. in, in brown boone yeah. hydrangea pg yeah yeah so, so I, but it, it, you certainly don't want to plant it right now since you're, yeah. you're not going to have it in your yard where you can care care for it uh and then, we plant it in the fall yeah but we're, we're going to try and get some more suggestions so you, you know while. like right now uh abelias would look nice and they would give you some bloom there are a lot of a lot of different types there's a there's an abelia that has a white tiny white flower but the foliage is just mm-hmm. unbelievable right is, is that kaleidoscope mm-hmm. or yes and there's there are some probably others, a lot of other They're just varieties. gorgeous. Some loripetalum, some of the smaller loripetalums don't have to have that much done to them. The the real small grower, and then of course I I, I mentioned a few minutes ago the butterfly bush when we're off the air. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those, uh, like the ones that Lane and Dr. Warner uh, developed, or you know the lo and behold blue chip and Miss Ruby and those those kinds, they don't stay. They don't get tall at all, and a lot of people that have them in their home like to to prune the dead blossoms off, but you don't have to mm-hmm. to keep them to keep them going. And I mean, they're they're just beautiful, and there'll be lots of butterflies. And well, the small redwood might be a good answer. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I still am very much in favor of the hydrangea PG, which grows well in the mountains, and you you get a long bloom, and and up home, the white blooming ones turn this beautiful, beautiful pink as time goes on and lasts for yeah, and some of the oak leaf hydrangeas yeah. do that too yeah and way into the fall and i mean i hate to i hate to do this but you know there are some of the shrub roses that you know knock out my goodness but um 
I don't know that we need any more too many more knockouts planted, but we you know a lot of people still buy them and they do mm-hmm. well. But uh, yeah, I just don't know how he didn't say really how big or, he wanted or it, fairy but, uh, the fairy rose or the yeah. you know some of those sm- smaller shrub roses. So yeah. All right. Well, if we think of anything else, John, we'll well I'll uh, type a few things out for you and uh, that I assume he's going to stick it in a corner. I have no idea. It's, well, it's kind of hard, hard to picture. Others, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much room they want, how big they want. But you know, the abelias and and some of the there are a lot of small in the loripedlums, the dwarf yeah. varieties. You might try dwarf varieties of these things, and there are some <clears throat> like the little honey hydrangea, oak leaf mm-hmm. hydrangea is uh, relatively small. It's I mean, it's not mm-hmm. this. Not quite as big as the is the. May some I suggest you take a drive through Oakwood Cemetery. There's some beautiful plantings out there. Yeah, of Oakwood every, of every historic nation. Oakwood uh, mm-hmm. in Raleigh, um, near the Governor's Mansion there, or, or uh, to the east of the Governor's Mansion and Person Street, Blunt Street, that that area. Uh, if you'll uh, take a drive through there, it's always nice to drive drive down. Go to Side Street Cafe or something. Oh, but uh, yeah. oak leaf hydrangeas. Uh, you, I'm sure you'll find those there. Yeah, and uh, many other things. Uh, William is in uh, Beaufort. Kind of hot down there too, isn't it, William? Hey, William. What is it about line one that we have? Or is William still there? That was the uh, same one. Uh, yeah. Okay, there now we got you. What are you on your boat or something? Uh, no, we're out here getting fuel for the boat. So. Uh, oh, okay. We had to go get the, down to the farmers market this morning, stop by and get some gas. Oh, well, so you you have your uh, so you're at the you're in Raleigh, but you're heading back to Beaufort, or? No, no, no. I'm actually in Beaufort. It's oh, the they market. they have a farmers market. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, at the farmers market in Beaufort this morning. Oh, wonderful. Well, they're in front of the courthouse. Right there in front of the courthouse. Yep, right under the big live oak. Yep. Now, what kind of fuel do you run? Uh, do you have to run high test in your boat? Yeah, they run. They, they sell over here at the BP uh, non-ethanol uh, high test. Oh. It's just for the boats down here. So oh, if you gotcha. buy it here, then it is on the water. You enjoying your, your time now that you've moved uh, from the Triangle down to Beaufort? Oh, yeah. We were back in Raleigh. We went up to the DPAC uh, Wednesday, and I thought I was going to lose my mind in that traffic. <laughs> I forget yeah. the traffic down here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's certainly certainly a bit different. So, William, do you have uh, do you have any other suggestions since you're you're into landscaping, too? Uh, any other yeah, words for for John about uh, the cemetery? I was agreeing with Phil. The, the dwarf floor pendulums would do well, and there's not much maintenance on them at all, and they do well in drought conditions. And uh, depending on, uh, we got a couple oleanders, you know, in the hot sun. Uh, they do well. You kind of have to prune them a little now every now and then, but uh, if you if you accidentally ingest one of the leaves, you're going to end up in the cemetery, though. Well, that's, that's true. Right. That, that's true. They, they are, <laughs> are poisonous, but I, I don't know. For sure, how poisonous? You know, we were, we were talking Very. about the poinsettias, but the poinsettias, um, yeah. uh, I think, have been proven not to <clears throat> really be that poisonous. Oleanders but the oleanders are, are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So stay away from them. Yeah. They are pretty pretty down there. Yeah, they're pretty blooming. Every Everything working in, in your landscape, You have do you have zoysia? 
Yeah. How, how, how's that looking? Georgia, and the nematode problem got cured, and it's, it's, it's looking like a golf course right now. It's loving, wow. the, loving the rain. And we've gotten, the past two weeks, we've gotten almost over six and a half inches of rain down here. Oh, oh my God. I tell you, really, I you noticed the, the east it really needed that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we were we were in drought conditions. Now I think we're out of the drought conditions. Yeah, I think most of the state is now. We're pretty much out of it. But um, you know, keep it coming. If we got to have these hot days, we everybody but Phil is getting rain. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I want to tell Rufus uh, that uh, my daughter starts uh, Appalachian in the spring. So uh-huh. We'll be spending a lot of time up in Boone, up in his. Oh uh, great! Man, that's a that's a, going to be a nice drive. He's going to love it up there in the springtime. Yeah. I was just up there on the Fourth of July in a parade, and uh, it was a hot day for Boone. I saw that it was eighty-five degrees yesterday. Now that's a killer for yeah, folks up in the mountains. It certainly is. But she will love Appalachian. Uh, William, it's hard to get them away from there. Half of Boone now are people that went to school there and decided to, decided to stay in Boone. Well, we were up there for orientation, Rufus. It was 80 degrees in Boone, and we got to the top of Grandfather Mountain. It was 54 degrees. Oh, wonderful. Woo. Yeah, it's 64 mm. there right now. Wow. Yeah, so, it was gorgeous up there. That sure does sound so nice. Check in with you guys and tell me enjoy listening to the show. And I'll let y'all get going. Well, I, w- I wish you'd All check right. in more often, William. All righty. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, have a well, nice weekend. Too. Stay safe there on the boat. <laughs> All well, right, bye-bye. A lot of crazy people out on the on the water. Ron is in uh, Chatham County. Ron, good morning, or on WPTF. Hey, Ron. <laughs> How's everything going? I think we're okay. Let me check. Well, yep. I got a question for you. I got a friend up at Silo City that has got a fig, and it's at least 12 by 12, and it is loaded with figs, and they'll get just about the size of a nickel and will not ripen. What's wrong? Different. The, the crazy season we've had, because I've got the same problem, Ron, uh, they stayed for about a month, the size you're talking about, and I think it's the weather. Hey, Ronald, this is Phil. Yes, I've sir. got I got plenty of figs if you need some. <laughs> no, he just wants an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he got cuttings hey. off mine. Yeah. Well, I I planted six this week, and uh, I don't know where to go make it enough. But anyway, I wanted to plant them, so I planted them. I think uh, the we've had a lot of heat. We've had a lot of 90-degree days. I think that has something to do with it. I noticed on, on my fig tree, it really doesn't get enough sun. Most of it doesn't get enough sun. But the figs that are on there, I, I still have some figs, but they are not a mature size. And uh, there's some a couple of weeks ago that uh, dropped off, tiny ones. See, our fig tree gets, our fig tree gets water from, that, from bed three. The one that had the poinsettias and then the geraniums. So when we water in that bed, it runs in where the fig tree is. So our fig tree is alive and well, and it's full of figs. Well, right figs. So you think it has has something to do with uh, the lack of rain or mm-hmm. the inconsistency of rain and the yep. heat? And the heat. Just kind of a combination, Ron. Yep. Well, the fig that um, I'm telling you about in South City. Uh, uh, Phil is Bucky Morgan, by the way. But anyway, 
uh, it's in his yard, and it's at least 12 by 12. And uh, his wife, Judy, tells me that it loads up every year and never matures. Oh, never has, it never, never does. In fact, she says she cut it back to the ground a few years ago, and it's already back up to 12 feet and loaded with figs. So I don't know. Huh. Wow. I don't know. I have to um, put a whammy on that that thing. I, I'd I'd plant one somewhere else in the yard and see what happens. Uh, it, it gets full sun and everything, Ron. Full well, sun. I tell you what, Phil's got one out there on her property, and uh, the big part, the big portion of it is uh, the regular fig. But then she's got a little sprout going off to one side. And that thing is absolutely loaded. Well, it's not loaded because it's a little limb. But that thing has figs, uh, huge figs. You know what I'm talking about? Fig, uh, fig, yep. It's, I, that close to, it's, it's very close to David's house. Well, I have no idea what kind of fig that is. The lady, the older lady, ain't Carrie Bell. That's what her name was. Carrie uh, Bell. Yep, yep. And uh, she, she was married to Carlton's carlton's granddaddy's uh brother but anyway she lived in that little white house across the street and she actually gave me that fig and it was uh, so it's over it's probably over 60 years old so it's not a celeste no no it's big it's a big fig yes i need to get the leaf and find out you can tell by the leaves on it so i need to get a leaf and find out well, it's my, it's Saturday, and I'm still politicking for Rufus. And I, but I, I do know. think he ought to play one little song. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know whether we can find that song again or not. I don't know whether our engineer can find that song or not. If you really want to hear it, I'd love to hear it. Right. I don't know. That, that's up to Mike. He, he's, he, he's I'm just I'm just a bus driver. <laughs> I, that's all I am. I'm the taxi driver uber driver yep. so uh whatever you, <laughs> you you outrank me by a lot yeah you're a caller so if you, if, yeah yeah <laughs> between important. ron ron and rufus outrank me <laughs> well, i guess far, both so. of us put together way more than you do well you know. uh, it's really rufus me and cecil williams from pittsburgh cecil williams you know i never met him i bet my father-in-law knew that him. was a character beyond yeah, belief i'm sure sure <laughs> oh, cecil had cecil had the most wicked life sort of like <laughs> <laughs> And one uh, Cecil uh, came up one time and, and designed a gazebo for me, and put three big light posts that, that, like used to have at service stations, and did some welding in beneath. And you could not move that gazebo with a caterpillar forklift. I thought he was in the oil business. Well, he was in everything. Oh, okay. Cecil was a master of all trades. He was a Renaissance man. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Ron. I was out in the field plowing one Saturday morning, and I looked up. And here came two slick wheelers. Well, actually, it was Cecil and Rufus. And I just reached back and got my pocketbook and held it real tight because I knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Ron, you're Ron, good you take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, Ron. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Don't tell me we don't have characters on this show. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, now. Miss Monica says uh, crepe myrtles look pretty in cemeteries. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they sure do. Pretty.
appreciate you listening, Miss Monica. You're not yeah. even working today. That's real sweet of you <laughs> yeah. to listen. Well, it all depends on whether you got room enough for. Bill mentioned. Uh, well, she said there are all the kinds of sizes. Roots. They got a lot of roots on grape yeah. turtles. Yeah, I don't know what the setup is down there, but we've yeah. we've given you some choices, um, John. I hope hope you're listening. Uh, let's see. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, and then we'll come back with Dot and Rob here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener, and uh, certainly uh, by request, we will play at some point. Rufus' song. We'll tease that so you'll have to listen to the rest of the show if you want to hear the song. We'll be back. It's kind of like the news, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>